0: This fellow thought he left the life behind. Today I'm talking about Run and Gun. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello movie friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast, I am Scott and today I am talking about a little uh, independent film, independent crime flick called Run and Gun, and I hadn't really seen this anywhere but I found it at the library and really enjoyed it so I thought I would share it with y'all. So without further ado, let's get started. There's a lot of small movie subgenres that have gone by the wayside as Streaming Wars rage. One in particular is the low-budget crime comedy. That's not to say they're never made, but they don't have the pull or level of interest they did after Pulp Fiction broke through in the mid-90s. Hell, half the appeal of Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman is getting to see a studio put its weight behind an R-rated movie about gangsters with larger-than-life personas. Which may have only gotten a broad theatrical release and big names attached because the director dabbles in Disney movies. And that brings me to Run and Gun, an enjoyably gritty throwback to this oft-forgotten genre with plenty of personality. Ben Milliken stars as Ray, a criminal who recently escaped an execution by the skin of his teeth. Deciding to reform, Ray heads to California where he starts to build a stable life, as in a stable job researching insurance fraud, and an equally stable relationship with a single mother. But Ray's old life isn't ready to let him go, because a crime boss has tracked Ray down and wants him to navigate an important deal. Or else. But what should be a simple drop-off turns into a series of violent double-crosses, kidnappings, and rescue missions that may force the old Ray out. I've often said that movies can sometimes succeed by filling a void, even if it's for a hyper-specific audience. Run and Gun may be one of those movies, and I think I'm in said audience. You've probably seen a lot of fast-paced crime movies like this that play more like a comedy of errors with weird monologues from characters who seemingly tell you everything about them in a single moment. But it had been a while for me, and this one filled that void. So what makes it work? The cast, for one. Our Our lead Ray is played by Ben Milliken, who has leading man looks, delivers all of his bitterly funny lines to perfection, and demonstrates just enough edge for a character that's meant to be a reformed assassin. Whether he's paired with a young girl, a crime boss, or his love interest, he bounces effortlessly between vibes as the movie requires. The other bit of fun is watching a number of longtime character actors operate out of their usual zone. For instance, the annoying guy in everything, Richard Kind, relishing a chance to play a crime boss who may or may not be losing his mind. Mark D- Dacascos as his exhausted younger brother, and Brad William Haneke, uh, Henke as his using his past filmography to upend audience expectations. I also enjoyed the predominantly isolated location. A lot of crime movies like this operate solely within a big city where jumping from location to location makes a lot of sense, as do the chances of bumping into people. What makes run and gun work is that Ray is basically stuck in the desert, which means nobody's coming to help him. It's all on him to figure this out, which gets harder and harder as his wounds add up. Even if someone does arrive, they planned on being here and aren't friendly to Ray, so it's another problem for him to deal with. And yes, it's a lot of fun to watch a bunch of crooks spout off offbeat dialogue or unexpected references in between awkwardly violent standoffs and chases, all of which is just amusing or exciting enough to forgive the misfires. There's a handful of elements that could use some better execution. Without giving anything away, the movie opens up a number of potentially intriguing or tense plot elements that create abstract but not direct tension. For instance, we introduce a human trafficking ring that's quickly abandoned when the exchange goes sideways. It's something you could wrap into the finale to make things neater. Still, I had a lot of fun with this one. And if you also need your black comedy crime movie itch scratched, this might do the trick. 7 out of 10